Episode 35. Why are you screaming? Because I'm a screamer. Yeah, you were screaming. What's going on? Yes, we're back. You season screamed. two. It's season two. You should be stoked. I don't scream, dude. You should be stoked. For I only scream two. at baseball games. Season two. Welcome back. Rocks in the outfield. Uh, Max Air Jordan on the mic. Number one. I got the shitty mic. What's your... You guys fucked me. What's your stage name? Dad. Carl Chastity. Max's dad. Okay, we got my dad on mic <laughs> number two. And then we got Trev Sunshine. We should call him like Moonlight Trev or something. Or like no, Moonlight's like Native American. Uh, Sunshine. We can't, be, we can't be culturally appropriate. Moon. Oh, now you have puns. Can I go? Now you have puns. Can I go? Go ahead. Mike Trevenger. Mike Trevenger. Let's go. Yeah, we, got, we got Trevenger on Easy the money. ones and twos. He is on the sticks. Um, very light episode today. Well, not light. Yeah, I know. We all heard it. Uh, not a light episode, but your house has better security from rats than the White House. This did. shit is fucking. We're guarded. Up. We're in Fort Knox compared Dude, to the you fucking White House. Fucking Zeus, bro. Zeus is gonna get him. Okay. Um. Okay, one second. I got distracted. Yeah, you're like a fucking. You have the attention span of like a fucking. Gold firefly. I'm trying dude. to recruit Squirrel. pitchers. Unlike you, you can't. You haven't fucking recruited anyone. I've been recruiting on the fucking recruiting trails. Episode 35. Let's start over. Carl has a bad attitude right now. It's because you're annoying. Uh, you know who wore it? Dude, first 35 for the Angels and then turned his life around as a pitcher? Who? Tommy John. Okay. Uh, Tommy John episode. Uh, first episode of 2021. Mike Clev had Mike TJ, Trev. didn't he? Okay, all right, no serious, let's start over. Um episode thirty five, right? Yeah. We have an interview. First one of twenty twenty one. Episode thirty five or like episode two two no. point one. Two a one. No. Yeah. Episode thirty five, season two, correct? Episode one. First interview of twenty twenty one was a banger. Mm-hmm. I think um you know, for those of you that probably seen already, we got Dallas Braden on the mic. Shit was hot. Uh, we forgot to ask him, and I think it would have been perfect if we would have asked him, yo, we do this thing called going yard. I think you'd be a great. To smoke us. It doesn't matter if he'll smoke us. It's about having fun. I guarantee you he'd be down. Not everything oh, yeah, yeah. is about winning. It's about having fun. That's the that's the. Dumbest thing you ever said. Not in podcasting. There's enough podcasting. You don't want to be the best around. podcaster? There's enough to go around. I'll be tied with Joe Rogan. <laughs> one and two. One nah. A, one B. Six million streams. I'll take six million and one. Someone out there is like, yeah, I listen to Joe Rogan and Rocks in the Outfield. And someone's like, those are like their two. Joe Rogan and what? Those are like their, those are like their <laughs> so, two yeah. top ones. I mean, I'd be telling that to people for a while. Like, okay. So there's what? been uh, the M- NBA. I'm in the wrong league. This is the MLB. MLB has been, for the Angels, it has been kind of inactive, right? Fairly quiet. We got a couple guys. I mean, I think anyone, not the Padres or, like, I guess the White Sox. Trev uh, showed me the transaction list. Super long, but I guess only, like, two of them are important. Yeah. For the it's just the just the Iglesias. Okay. So, I don't want to get too deep because we do have a 40-minute interview um, in the end of the episode, but... Super generous with this Real time. quick, what did you guys do in the offseason? I know we haven't really chatted. Carl and I did that half episode a couple weeks ago. But, Trev, you've been all over the country. Well, just the, the parts that are open. 
the capital. Uh, the COVID hotspots. <laughs> um, and then, Carl, I guess you, I mean, tell the people what you guys been up to in the offseason because I haven't been doing shit. Bro, it's hard because there's not much to fucking do. And then it's like when you do do things, you're like, am I going to get shamed for it? Am I going to get, like, I don't know, judged? Because is that place going to be open in two days? That's why it's like. You can't do nothing. Yeah, like, you plan something and it closes I had different plans for for New Year's. And then I'm like, uh, no, that's not going to be able to happen. You can't do shit, dude. New Year's was like a throwaway. Like, we're not doing anything. Yeah, you're a pussy. I invited you where I was. but Yeah, at like 11. So? I was going to miss the the drop. It didn't take an hour to get there. It didn't take an hour. Come on. I don't know that. If you can walk. I don't know. I just been like trying to lay low, trying not to. I mean, as much as people are like, ah, it's the flu. It doesn't matter. Like people still dying. Like I respect that. Yeah, like people, I actually actually know people that died now. Yeah, like I respect pe- that people are fearful of this. Also, funerals too expensive. So yeah, it's. I mean, it just puts us in a weird spot because it's like, man, I want to be respect. I want to live my life, but also be respectful of people's opinions of how they feel about things. So like, my parents are fucking. You would have thought this was like the black plague, which I mean, I guess it kind of is of our of our kind time. Kinda, I think we just know how to handle it. And uh, oh, yeah, my dad's like easier to. Oh, you're trying to kill me every time you leave the house, and I'm like, that's eh, yes. not. You're like, um, I, I gotta go to work. Yes, Alex, correct. Um, okay, so the Angels um, again haven't been that active, right? I think uh, if you guys have driven by Angel Stadium, you see it kind of turned into like the fair. Basically, it's like a drive-through drive-through fair food. Um, what are, I feel like we're missing some things, but obviously Perry Manassian. I don't know as a podcast if we've welcomed him him on yet, or like I don't even know if we've talked about about him post hire. Yeah, we talked about him uh, last you, time. You guys talked about him with Monica. Scary Perry, scary Perry. Someone's like, "Why? What's so scary? He hasn't signed anyone." I, that's that's what's scary. scary part. That's the scary part. Um, the scary part is arbitration day deadline day is tomorrow. I guess when this was released today. Today, and yeah. Like normally, the three days leading up is where a bunch of deals get done, but there's, there's been, been nothing. Like nothing. Crickets this season, literally nothing. Mm. That's why we're like, "Yo, Scary Perry, are we gonna?" No, play that's, that's, that's league wide. That's not even just Perry. That still fits the name, you know. It was Perry I, got like hired, and then all this was happening. I am quietly. And I think honestly, the biggest move that's happened in the Angels offseason isn't even on the field. It's Vic leaving the booth. So far, yeah, and I think that one's crazy. We'll get to that in a second, but I am. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just dumb. I have mad confidence in Scary Perry. I know it's first year GM, but the way like Joe Madden was talking about him and the way like other guys have faith in him, like I'm just gonna believe it's like if you introduce me to one of your like tattoo guys and it's like, all right, well I trust him because you my friend trusts him. Yeah, and I feel like that's that's a lot of what really pro sports are. It's like, hey, I'm co signing for this guy. You value what I have to say, so you're gonna value this cosign, and that's what I think. I I, I think I think uh, like any any sports when you get a new coach, GM, whatever, you give them total benefit of the doubt until they lose. Yeah, and I mean that's that's literally what it's gonna come to. Like we had all the confidence in the world of Billy Epler, and it just wasn't like presenting itself on the field and wins and losses. You know, a lot of losses. So yeah, and I think that's what's also great about sports is like most sports fans very short term memory. It's it's always what have you done for me lately? Yeah, no, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, think Scary Perry still, you know, again, it's crazy that we're even. I'm even saying this, but I feel like his leash is long as fuck right now, right? 
yeah. How long Coming until we really know season? Too, yeah. Yeah. How long until we really know like what he is? You know what I mean? I, I like have seen, you know, some of the moves that he did. It looks like he's wheeling and dealing, right? He's he's uh, I think the Reds like that deal with the Inglaces. Like they sent us money as well or something. Or I don't know. He was cashing out. I don't know the exact details. They sent us money or we sent them money. Um, I don't know they, if there's any money in it. It was. I think they were. He was too expensive for the we, Reds. Right? Um, we sent Holby fucking Noe Ramirez plus future considerations, and that turned out to be some like no name shortstop. Okay, so I think what happened was that the Reds couldn't afford this guy, or like something was going on where like they just we're talking about Jose, we're talking about Jose or Raisel, uh, the pitcher. Okay, so like gonna they, be a, gonna they be a couldn't afford. Clo- him. He's always been a dominant closer. They couldn't afford him, and that's when we swooped in. I don't know if you guys are on TikTok, but TikTok is like every other TikTok I see is, hey, here's how you make money doing this. You buy people's houses that are foreclosing, and you profit off someone else struggling. The Reds are struggling. We're going to profit off of it. So Perry's on TikTok. Perry is too handsome, dude. Because I have a dog in the wall. Perry is too handsome, and that makes me want to trust him. The ugliest handsome guy I've ever seen in my life. His eyes are incredible. Okay. I get Um, lost in them. So the Perry Simp episode. Because you're not getting lost in anything else on him. (laughs) So the Perry Simp episode begins now. Um Vic leaving, that's that's a big one. I think we should get into that for a few minutes. Um, we had him on last season. He was great. He was really – he was the second guest we had on, right? Yeah. He was – he was like right, our right, first – He was cool. Oh, shout out Jose Moda. He was like – he was like amazing to come on. Yeah. But then Vic like really got us out there, I would say. Yeah, I actually – I really liked how he – you know, he, he was like that cool uncle. You know what I mean? And you and I thought, like, hey, he should be commissioner. We were just fucking around. And when the time came to, like, you know, when he interviewed for GM, I, I thought, first time I heard it, I thought he was kidding. But I was like, then it, I kind of thought about it, and I, and I was like, well, who else would know the game better than the guy who watches this team a million times his, a year? And his dad has been a coach. been Like, he's literally been in baseball his entire life. Do I don't, I'm not familiar. Do a lot of announcers – end up as GMs? Would he have been, like, one of the first ones? Would he have been one of the most pop, prominent ones? Like, I'm kind of bummed he didn't get it, but at the same time, like, I... I well, I mean, he he kind of got it. I mean, he got his... Not for us, though. Yeah, so he got I mean, he the, still got... For the Rangers affiliate. The, the job right? that he wants to kind of do. Yeah. Was it Rangers? Yeah, He's, yeah, yeah it was like double, double A. For the Rangers. He's very... I think it gets overlooked, kind of like Fletch, right? Like, we know Fletch, and we are aware that he's amazing. He does his thing. But he still seems somewhat overlooked in the league. And then you find out, like, oh, all these guys really respect his game. They really love him. And I think that's the same thing with Victor Rojas. It was like, we know what we have. We know the fucking drive home safely. We know it's like, oh, this guy's sick. He knows everything, the ins and outs of the game. But then you hear people like Dallas Braden talk about him, who are like, crazy when he brought him. He's like, yo, this guy was a goat. Like, not the goat, but, you know, like, he's very well respected in those circles. He was he, also the. Only uh, Latino play-by-play announcer. Fuck. Guano, baby. And now and now there's not one currently in the MLB. Are there any... Um, let me think. Are there any people... Like, is there any front runners right now? Because I, I know, like... I heard he- of Matt Vasgerjian, like... I know, I know head coaching, Twitter. like, managing and in, in, in football. Like, all of us watch football. Head coaching carousel is news. Front page news, right? 
Um, and I didn't think about this, but like an announcer, play-by-play guy, how's that? That should be frontline news. That should be like who's on the play-by-play carousel. Um, you know, again, for the common fan, might not be that interesting. I think it's probably harder because there's because every single team has their own, and because you have team has their own coach. We still well, no, but you also it's also based on the local channel that's covering it, and because like Vic wasn't employed by the Angels, he was employed by Fox Sports. Really, who is contracted uh, by the Angels? Be, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the details, but I mean, yeah, if you told me that, I told like, me like you. Mark Gubas. Well, to might, me, Mark Gubas might still get paid by the Angels because he was. Did he ever pitch? Like Alex Curry yeah. to me works for the Angels. No, but so so she works for Fox, Angels. <laughs> she wore Angels polo. You were if you wear a red Angels polo, you work for the Angels. So so like she got into the Fox Sports through the Angels as being like the new Angels Weekly girl, and mm-hmm. then just like kept asking for more and more opportunities at Fox. So like she's on undisputed like every other day now. Crazy. That's where it's like like someone like Jay Glazer. You're like, oh yeah, he works for the NFL, but it's like, nah, he works for Fox. NFL. See, that's what I mean. NFL. Like, like it's, um, it's just fucking weird. It's like. You get like Troy Aikman, right? Or, or not? Fuck Troy, Troy Aikman. Joe, Joe Buck. He works for the Cowboys. You, you get Joe Buck. You get <laughs> Troy Joe Buck. Pussy. Troy Aikman works for the Cowboys. Yeah, he's a bitch. Joe, Joe Buck does Fox for MLB, PGA. Dude, what if we got NFL. Joe Buck? NFL. Yeah. What if Joe Buck was the Angels play-by-play? No, Albert Pools, seven hundred. I say it again. Yeah, I think, uh, dude. I well, mean, Trevor threw that that stat at us about like. Uh, Vic being the only Latino, I think throw Jose Moda in the booth. He's done it before. Yeah, Jose is. That's what I mean. Jose was the first. Have person, him be full time. We do have other people that sideline play by play in both English and Spanish on radio and TV. I don't know how he's not the. F- I mean, again, I don't, again, I don't know who's the front runner. I don't know. I feel like it's got to be his job to lose at this point. I again, I don't know. I think how, it's just. I don't even know. Back in the booth, I right? don't even know how you interview for that. I don't even know who. Who do you reach out to? Angels, Fox, NFL. Who the fuck do you reach out to? Um, but one thing I do want to say is like it, it is inspiring to kind of. I think we've all been there in our work careers, maybe to a different degree. Again, you know, Vic's been doing this forever, but to basically be like, I want to do this, and they're like, mm, thank you, but no thanks, and you're like, okay, that's fine. I will give up this comfortable position that I have to go do what I want to do, even if, you know, he wanted to be an MLB GM. They said no. He took it on the chin. He said, okay, thank you very much. I still want to be a GM. You know what I mean? That's like me being like, I want to be an artist. Buy my art for 4000 And they're like, no. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm still going to be an artist. Buy it for 10 bucks." And they're like, okay. And that might be different. I'm not saying MLB's 5000 minor league's 5 bucks, but pretty close going down to like a level you know what i mean like where he i have no doubt in my mind is basically what i'm saying is this isn't like a demotion oh and it's it's a step for him to be an to mlb be, gm it's a power at, move he needs to be at home with his family because in his where he lives make his own schedule yeah and it's like a power move because he's like okay fuck off i have no doubt in my mind that he's going to be an mlb gm one day and the fact that we've interviewed him already i think that's awesome Hopefully it's for the Angels. Well, hopefully not soon, but hopefully it's for the Angels. And like I have no doubt in my mind, like I will put a million dollars on it. Vic Rojas to be MLB I can see future it. I can GM see it being for 100%. the Royals. Also, it's hard because I kind of I'm like, man, I would love for him to be 
the GM of the Angels, but then you're like, oh, that just means Perry's not going to have success. That means he sucked. Yeah. That means we're going to have to yeah. Yeah, so. And Vic spoke highly of Perry. Yeah, see, so I I, thought was, that, that guy's straight class. I trust I trust that, uh, Victor Rojas' cosign. Gun to my head, is he going to be a GM? Yes, 100%. Maybe not 2021, 2020. I think if one he, day if he, he will If he still wants to do it, he will have a job at some point. 100%. 100%. So shout out to him. Um, a lot of people don't really do that. You know, we're all even me. Like I'm, I'm a slave to the fucking the man. You know, the ball and ch- I'm not quitting my nine to five to do other. You know what I mean? 12, I would love to, but twelve to eight thirty. You got to make sure I'm not quitting my twelve to eight thirty to, you know, do what I want to do. But I, th- I think that's you, you know, will anytime. Yeah, eventually. But anytime someone does that, that's you know, big leap. Again, I don't know. He could be a millionaire and be well off. Forever. Well, his uh, oh, clothing, clothing line company, is doing well yeah. too. Yeah, big fly. Big fly. Shout out to them. We, speaking of clothing lines, how about okay? Well, you want me to pivot or go ahead, pivot. how about people try to come for him for like selling Dodgers World Championships like on Big Fly? And he he basically those, those, like, I bet you those same people. He basically was like, "Hey, go fuck yourself." Those He's like, um, have you looked at the rest of the collection? Yeah, it gives a fuck. There's like literally w- there's one angel shirt in there. <laughs> those same people retweeted. The uh, two African American kids selling Trump hoodies. Did you see that story today? Like two again. I, I just saw the meme, so if I'm wrong, yell at me. Two African American kids set up outside the Capitol, put out a white folding table, flooded it with Trump hoodies. And people were like hating on these kids. It's like, no, like why get that There's bread? Some. They're making that money. So um, again, it's that, like the Diabetes Association tried to cancel kids for selling chocolate. I guess, yeah. Like, who gives a I, fuck? I can't keep up with that one, but yeah. Um, no, yeah. I mean, Michael Jordan said it best. Republicans buy sneakers too, so well, I don't it's hate it. Like, it's like the when the um, Girl Scouts or like the city got mad at Girl Scouts selling Girl Scout cookies outside of dispensaries. Well, it's genius. Yeah, it's just it's just smart yeah, marketing. People just hate when you're different. I guess. Um, let me see. I think it's it also comes back to like people being uncomfortable with themselves and they need to try to kind of redistribute that yeah, energy projected on something exactly else. yeah maybe so, it's something they want to do okay but speaking of selling stuff guys hit up our store this is how we're going to fund it this is how i can quit my 12 to 8 30 even though i probably won't still um teespring.com slash stores slash r i t o f right you just got to put it in the in the podcast. No, I'm saying it. In the show notes. Teespring.com slash stores. S-T-O-R-E-S slash R-I-T-O-F. Um, it's where we're going to put our ideas, our T-shirts, stickers. Um, right now we have our home stadium collection, which is basically um, hoodies, shirts. And on the front of the hoodie, it is the stadium. And highlighted is the section where we have our season tickets. Section 524, shout out. We're probably never going to sit there. But still, shout out to not, 524. Not probably. We'll never be. We will never. Are we not just always at the beer patio? We will I never will be never, in those seats. Yeah, hey, Angel Stadium, love you. I will never be in the third deck. We will be at the Modelo sign for seven innings. But still, or, shout or the, out. Or the Budweiser patio. Dude. But still, shout out 524. Okay. Let's, like, we'll point out. We'll be like, yeah, yo, yeah, shout yeah, out 524. Yeah, 524. Like, yo, that's my seat. 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Hopefully, hey, hopefully a, I get that seat upgrade. Hey, someone's in my day. seat. Dude, if someone wants that, like, if you want... Row G, seat one through four, five twenty four. We're never gonna sit there. So just sit there. Because someone, never gonna someone sit there. takes a picture, then in my seat, I'll buy them a beer. 
If someone takes a picture in my seat, I'll buy them a beer as well. <laughs> that is a great idea. You go to Roji seat one through four, five twenty four. You take a picture from there. You got to come find me. I'll get you a beer. Uh, we'll, we'll be at the uh, Modelo sign yeah. or at the Budweiser patio. <laughs> okay, the patio. I, I have a good idea. Uh, finish go. the finish the t shirt. Like that's it. Just go there. Teespring t e e spring dot com slash stores slash r i t o f. We have a cool net gator. Like that shit's fire. The net gator. Yeah, that's just hard. I fuck with that. Net gator's fucking fire. People are gonna be like, "What is that? What's on your fucking face?" You're gonna be like, "It's my home stadium, bitch." Um, but yeah, teespring.com slash stores slash R I T O F. Shout out Jigs. Hit me up. He's like, yo, I bought one. Did he though? Yeah. He didn't buy one. He said it's not gonna get hit till the 29th, so we gotta expedite that. He really bought one? I swear. No way. I swear to God. That's my teammate, bro. Cuz. Let's go. Okay. So Okay. I need you guys to go on a little adventure with me and whoever's listening, do this as well if you're not driving. Because if you're driving, that would be horrible. But I need to wait till Max stops typing. Go ahead, sir. I'm listening. No, you need to stop typing. It's important. Okay, Max is done typing. Close your laptop. Oh, I got the password wrong. Close your laptop. Hold on, I got the password wrong. Okay, do it after. I, I need to check. No, you, we're in the middle of fucking recording. No, you don't need to check. This has to do with the podcast. Go ahead. Okay. Close your eyes. Both. I see you. Stop. I'm going to kick your laptop all closed. Right, all, right, all, right. all right, close your eyes. And... Picture you just got your ticket scanned. You just grabbed your keys, your wallet, your bottle opener, and your vibrator out of the metal detector thing. I don't think you can bring a bottle opener in. You're walking into the gate, scanning your ticket, and you see everyone walking by you, and you're like, fuck, it's the first inning. The game started, and you see it on the TVs. Where are you going right now? Personally, I'm going to the right, walking up the ramp, straight to the Budweiser patio. Wait, where the fuck are we in the stadium? You yeah, yeah. Say what, 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 what gate are we going? Yeah, to? you didn't say what entrance. Main entrance. The home plate entrance? Yes. There's no TVs there. Yeah, there are. There's TVs, all, There's TVs all everywhere. Not in the main entrance. Well, like he's saying once you get on the main concourse. I just well, walked all the way. Just look at the field. I just walked all the way up. There's 17 people in line. Carl's the kind of guy to enter th- through the main gate, but chill in the patio the whole time. Go to the opposite side <laughs> of the stadium. Douche. I just, I just waited in line for 17 people, and I bought myself a Golden Road Wolf Pup IPA. No, first thing, uh, first thing I'm doing is going to the bathroom because we're probably pre-gaming, and then tiny bladder, tiny bladder, and then walking directly to the patio and just hanging out there so what i did i'd be with you so yeah exactly what you fucking did what's the magic number i would piss what's the magic number of pre-game happy hour golden road beers we've never gone happy hour yeah we have oh i've never noticed yeah because i always pay true (laughs) so you think it's like four four is too many two i think i think it's probably it's between two and four, depending on the person. Two and a snack. Because the happy hour ones are in the little plastic cups. I, I've never been there happy hour then. I've, I've never, oh, never, I, oh, so never gotten plastic cups. Regular. I've never regular. gotten plastic cup. So, so yeah, if it's, the, if it's the size you're saying, then yeah, four. Dude, speaking of Golden Road, though, we might do live shows there. I don't want to get you stoked. I don't want to get you stoked, but we might do live shows at Golden Road. I got a connection, connection, maybe. Oh, I have a few contacts at Golden Road. You have contacts. Yeah. How about you guys both contact my nuts to a Golden Road beer That's right now? That's fucking good to know. 
fuck. Yeah, so, okay, basically what I'm saying is everyone has been waiting for any, literally any fucking word of, like, are the stadiums going to open? Dude, I would what are we gonna kill do? to pay for a $20 beer right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Like, what I want to know. Like, hockey's back. I'm like, I'd kill to pay for a $25 Does beer. Have fans? Um, it depends on the place. So, Dallas said they're going to have out, fans. Anaheim? Well, no. shout out the We're Ducks. California. Shout out our boys from across the across the way. Started. I was thinking about having Goody on for like five minutes every other week to just be like, hey, how are the Ducks doing? And he's just going to tell and us, he just tells us like, how the Ducks are doing. Oh, I, I could tell you that, bro. <laughs> nah, but this kid's like 18, 19, 20. He's 20? Oh, he's I don't know. He's pretty funny, though. He's hilarious. I fuck yeah, with him. Do that. Um, um, I'm looking for a picture so I can what? show you. But no, just keep going. I don't think I was there, bro. You're not going to find it. I'm looking for the picture okay, to show so you. Okay, so Carl daydreams about... Uh, what he's going to do when they open the gates and let us back in. Eric Andre meme, let me in, let me in. Um, quick shout out. Kodak Black. Quick shout out. Uh, hashtag the Barstool Fund. We didn't talk about it with Dallas Braden, but uh, Barstool Fund raising money for uh, small businesses across the U.S. Um, I don't know the link. Do you know it? I think barstoolfund.com maybe it's just barstool you can find it if you're on if you're on twitter you can find it it's uh just hashtag barstool fun you should be able to find it stool prez is running it and i think it's great man they raise over it 23 million barstoolsports.com slash the dash barstool dash fund okay so rewind 10 seconds type that into your browser or just Google Barstool Fund. Or just Google Barstool Fund. They are doing great things. I think they've raised over $23 million to uh, small businesses. 25321998 as of five minutes ago. Dope. So tons of dollars. money to small businesses. Um, and I think this is great. You know, I, think, I think two sports teams contributed today or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's not me. I found them. Brother? Yeah. I'm showing you the cup. That's fine. But you said I was there. I'm saying four of these. I mean, you, yeah. Mine would be three, two and a half. And I'd leave one half full. I'd probably go three. That's there's no cup in that photo. I know, but it's funny. Alopecia in that photo. <laughs> alopecia. No. Stop. Okay. Stop, dude. Stop. 2019 was summer of alopecia. Stop. Um, okay, Angels. Um, two things real quick. Lindor. Lindor to the I don't know why I said and Angels. Cookie. Okay, and Angels. Okay, uh, okay. Okay, Angels fans. Okay, Rockies. Get ready for this one. Uh, I got a zinger for you, Angels fans. Lindor. Uh, he Fucking signed. Lind- dork. Where'd he go? The Mets? Yeah. Mets. Fuck yeah, the Mets, cares. dude. Fuck Steve Cullen making moves. Uh, so shout out Lindor. And then... And Cookie. Cookie Carrasco. Shout out him. I don't know if New York might... Maybe not the best place for him to go. Health-wise. I don't. I just don't... I mean, if you're a I Mets fan, suck my dick. Dude, did you see that video of that kid switching his hat from a Yankees hat to yeah, a Yeah, that was Mets hilarious. Hat? Yo, first of all, fuck you for wearing a Yankees hat. Like... That was hilarious. The dad's... I, I thought the dad was a pussy. I don't know if it was the dad. It might have been like an uncle. Whatever. That's if hilarious. it's the uncle, that's fine. If that's the dad, you're a pussy. No, nah, I think, yeah. That's a hilarious video. It's like you having a kid, and you get him a Dodgers hat, and then that's what the makes Angels me think, get someone, and then the, that's what makes me think it's like an uncle yourself. or something, because he's like, yeah, I take that bullshit hat off. But yeah, that might be true. The Mets are like... That's a good call by you. The Mets fans on Twitter are like... Number one, they try to like... Are they getting there? They try to talk down to us, because it's between us and them. It's like Bauer to Anaheim, Bauer to fucking Queens, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, you spend all this money, you've done all these things, and where the fuck have you been? You've been in the fucking, the New York subway. Dude, so how about the, check this out. I haven't done shit, and they try to fucking act reckless. They get Thor back this season, though. Who cares, dude? Fucking Ragnarok was all right. You know how 
we have the curse of like recording something and then the next day yeah something happens yeah Bauer to Anaheim tomorrow. Tomorrow? <laughs> no way. That'd be so fucking crazy. Un- unarmed tomorrow. deadline unarmed day. Fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's where day. I'm like, I mean, bro, be fucking humble. Like, it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, you always see it in the playoffs with whatever team's hot, but like, Bills fans are getting a little fucking. Well, Bills fans are always crazy. Chirping. Like, I actually like that, though. It's I like, like dog, shut the no, fuck up. No, I think it's up. okay. I, I think it's cool, like, because we're going to get it. We're shifting into the mode where, like, Dodger fans still won't shut the fuck up. And like I don't, I'll put them on the back burner. We'll we'll deal with them later. But it's like teams that are up and coming now. Padres starting to get a little bit more chippy. They're, they're starting to get a little bit more. Oh they, yeah, they're respect. swinging their dick. When it's everywhere. like, hey, let's swing back two years from now. You don't forget, right? Yeah. Uh, Mets kind of starting to get there. Um, there's another fucking fan base that was just White Sox or uh, White Sox. I feel like we're kind of in the same boat as White Sox. Like the Mets are the the thing with the Mets though that I'll give them La Russa though. Oh my god! The socks, because oh, that transcript came out of him oh being a piece of god. shit. Yeah. The DUI. Yeah, he's like, I'm a Hall of Famer, brother. Like, I mean, I would I'm, pull that. I'm, I'm, I mean, let's I be know honest. you would. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's. I pull that out now. Max literally. Max would say, "I'm legit, brother." <laughs> brother, I'm a. Hall if of you guys fan. haven't heard that transcript or like seen it, like, bro, Google, go check it out. No, like, I would do. It's that insane. That's perfect. That's like perfect level of celebrity. Though. I'm in the Hall of Fame. Like, what the fuck? But I mean, the, so back to the the previous point of like the Mets, like the fan bases and shit. The one thing I give the Mets a pass on is their owner seems dope, so they're excited about that. Mm. So they're like more pre- like if Artie Moreno wasn't a pile of shit, I probably would be like, yo, let's go, let's fucking like what get. What billionaire owner would you want? Like Mark Cuban, Elon Musk, or some shit. Mark, if Mark Cuban was the owner of the Angels tomorrow, I'll let him nut on me. Okay. I don't know if I'd let him nut on me. I'd let him. Yeah, uh, I'd support graphics. his team until okay, the you end. You know what, Mark? I lied. Open invitation. I would not let you do that. I got carried away. <laughs> Imagine you're on Shark Tank, and Carl. For that, I'm out. Developing. <laughs> hey, Mark. Mark. Um, my invention is a six foot tall cum rag. How does it work? Try it out right now. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Tomorrow, developing angels sold to to Mark Cuban. Cuban. That would be. It's like when Taka- when Charlemagne's like, if Takashi beats this charge, I'll yeah, suck yeah, his yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what this is going to be like. Uh, so. Mark Cuban. I was just kidding. Mark bro. Cuban, do not buy the. Team. I was just joking. Um, I think it's great. Yeah, like I think it's cool that the you know it, this guy is uber rich and he's treating it. I guess how like we would 100. We were billionaires. It's like a game to him. He's, he literally it's said play think, money. Yeah, I think he literally said he's like I'm. This is not about money. This yeah. is about winning. Yeah, like this is and this is like fun for him. Like um, no, I'm gonna swing my dick and get the best player. Jesus Christ, that's, that's just a whole different kind of money. How long before you think like a Bezos or like a? I don't think Elon would ever buy a team. He doesn't care enough. Bezos, I don't think cares either. Yeah, I think I think Elon might at some point. No, Elon. I feel like Elon would. Pay for like an expansion team. He probably, probably. that's what. No, nah, you probably ask Elon about sports. He's like, we waste our time on sports. Why do we do that? Like, why are we? Elon be like, and now presenting. No, but like, I'm like a sure, SpaceX logo, sure like Elon, uh, the Georgetown Ghost. Pretty sure he does jujitsu. Elon? Yeah, yeah, but I don't think that's like different than a. That's more of like a meditation. Like you could, it's not necessarily like a sport. You could do that just to like, oh yeah, this is how I clear my mind. You well, you we also I mean? don't like, want to be able to get beat up think, easily. I just think he gives no fucks about like. I also think a team owned by Elon Musk would have access to all the scientific shit, so they'd know like they'd have better access to like their spin rate and shit. Gu- guarantee you, Trevor Bauer would request to sign with that team. Yeah, 
Bow, Bauer to SpaceX. SpaceX. And, and, and Michael Lorenzen would be like second in line. I hey, think we can get Bauer to SpaceX trending. Hey, I'm not going to lie, bro. NBA jerseys with that SpaceX joint would be hard. Yeah, there are some logos that we need to add. I'll fuck um, with that. I'm actually excited for, well, I guess we can say that for next week because we're kind of, we got the interview coming up. Uh, spring training in a month. That gets me, or two months. That gets me excited. It's a month. Is it going to start on time? What day is it? Dude, so let's get into that because that we've been all over the place today. We fucking all hyper. It's our first time. Uh, it's like we're dogs and our fans came home and we're like, <laughs> so. Oh, I was gonna say like the first time having sex. Yeah, you just got nutted on. So relax. Nut uh, too fast. January fourteenth. Yeah, I guess it's like six weeks away if you really get into it. But I, I was thinking of when we're gonna be there. We're probably gonna be there March. So fir- first or second weekend of March. So like best case scenario with no. Road bumps, nothing. I'm, in I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself. I've but heard they're like, starting on time. Okay, that, I don't there's know. no set date. Like this is when we're gonna they said aim for. We're we're aiming for 162 game season. Spring training start on time. Season start on time. So the thing with that yeah. is, like, I heard David Fletcher on Halo's oh, hot the, stove with the recap. Rush. Yeah, they is it Halo's hot stove? So um, it's it's a uh, that one was I think just Angel's recap. What's Halo's hot stove? I think it's, it's also on. Like that same podcast. It's the same show, right? It, it's, it's just, just, just segment? The, it's the radio show. You okay. know what? It's all shows that we haven't okay. been on. How about this? So I don't want to be on them. I, do. I mean, I do. You can. Um, I was on Trent the, Rush, like, friend of the a, pod. Ask a Terry anything, like after the game once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so shout out Trent Rush. He had David Fletcher on recently. And I think there, Fletch was just saying like, he's like, how do you prepare with not knowing what day you have to report? And, you know, Fletch was like a robot. He's like, yeah, man, I'm just preparing for normal, and if something changes, they'll tell me, and then I'll go from there. That's exactly how he said it. Literally, like, was like, hey, what are you going to do about starting spring training? He's like, yeah, I'm just going to start it as if I'm getting ready to start it, and then if it changes, I'll change it. And I was just like, oh, okay. Hey, Fletch, what are you going to do if you go to In-N-Out and they don't have a double-double? I guess I'll just order a cheeseburger. (laughs) No, he'll be like, I guess I'll just order two number threes and put them together. So, yeah, uh, Fletch interview is tight. Check that out. Trent Rush, uh, Angels Recap Podcast, I think. I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm sorry. Um, But, yeah, I I think it's going to start on time. So, we we were talking to Dallas a bit, about, and you guys will hear it in a bit, but, like, we were talking to him a bit about spring training, and, like, he seemed pretty excited because, like, I mean, I've never been, right? You've been. You've been? It's actually wild to me that you haven't been. Cause I, that didn't, is, I didn't go to college. That is, you think baseball is a party? Like, you think going to a baseball game is a party? Like, on a fucking Thursday night in Anaheim? Scottsdale, like, it's... In the li- middle of the it's day. It's literally... Like yeah, I've had a girlfriend fuck- for 17 years. What does that fucking mean? I don't just go places. Sim? Just kidding. Um, No, you're going to have a great time. It's awesome. Old Town Scottsdale, that's one of the top places to party. All the fields are small, right? So it's like... You get close, and now with COVID, I don't think they're probably gonna let half the people in. So that's like half of half of like two thousand. So then, like you let in four thousand. It's just it might even be less than that. Um, but it's crazy. It's like at, it's like at the rookie ball stadium. So it's like it's, 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 still, it's, 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 it's Diablo. Tempe Diablo is a nice stadium. So well, like, I think it's gonna start on time. I from what Dallas was saying, like it's gonna be. Obviously, it's lit. It's a party. We fucking drink. That's we're good at that. But speak for yourself. You're all right at it. Fuck you. But you participate. I think like that's that's the best opportunity for us to get in with the players and like be 100%. cool with them. But then it's like with COVID fucking 
providing this giant roadblock. It's like we, we ha- we're going to have to find a way around it. So I think the biggest thing is like, so Dallas uh, and uh, another Barstool person was telling me. <laughs> no free promo. <laughs> no free promo. Well, our, our Jared. Our DT. Just kidding. I don't know how to say his name. RDT, I think. Well, who? I thought you were talking about he, Jared. He, he puts his name RDT. He's really good. For, he's becoming one of my really good friends. Um, he said just like DM guys, which like, duh, like yeah, right? obviously, obviously yeah. we thought of, we. It's like easier than it sounds, right? It's like DM guys, and then hope one of them responds. Responds. Um, another one. I don't know how this is gonna work, but when I I used to get autographs and sell them, right, to make money. So, Scumbag what move. if we go to the Angels? I guess line up to get autographs or be the only ones out there and just ask pretending to want an autograph, but then instead request an interview. Maybe that, give them like, yeah, but I think give them a, a you know, $5 Starbucks gift card with an, or email be like, Hey, thanks for the time. But that's the thing that with COVID, they're not even probably going to have autographs. No, there's not an autograph section. It is. There's probably going to be it's, no, 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 no. It's, Oh, well, it'll probably be against they, protocol. To that's what like, I'm saying. Guys are not going to sign. Yeah. I mean, I don't want them to sign. I just want, hey, guys are not going to, they're not even going to be in that position. Like, you to, can't turn your ears off. To exchange something. You though. can't turn your ears off. Can. No, you can't. How many pitches we're hearing is that you, you don't know. You just have to talk without your mask on. And be like, hey, come to our podcast. And they're going to tackle us for speaking without our mask on. We just need, look, if we He's got to be in, in between bites. If we so get a couple guys, I, I, look, we're talking to the Godfather. We got the Godfather uh, kind of on board, I guess. And <laughs> kind of tell us the fuck off. If dude. we can go there and we can get like, you know, Jose Moda's going to be out there. Trent Rush is going to be out there. Um, a bunch of the beat writers going to be out there. We can talk to some of them. And look, man, I think. The autograph thing, obviously, it's hard. Like, we're not going to get face-to-face with Trout. We're not going to get face-to-face with Rendon, Otani, Upton. But Fletcher, Jordan Adams, uh, Jeremiah Jackson, Joe Adele. Brandon Marsh. A bunch of pitchers, Brandon Marsh. You know, we got to get one of those guys on. And the only way, I think, other than DMing them, is to go Chipotle gift card. Thanks. Thanks for the time. Come on the podcast if you ever want to. I mean, it's just a battle. It's when we got hey, go get a burrito. Or every me. Angels Rocky tweet them and say, "Hey, we want you to go on this show." Yeah, we have we had good response to like the little sneak peek of Dallas and didn't even come out yet because it was huge. I'm actually excited to drop it. Um, even next week, we got a banger as well. Dude, little Ruby was right on it. So it yeah, I didn't even see. Can you send me that? Because I didn't even. He see put it on Riverside Halo. Uh, Instagram. Because don't be leaking our shit. No, he's that's a fan, bro. Shout that's, out Ruby. Ruby's the goat. We gotta have him on. Um, so I have. You think he's gonna go spring training? Nah. I, I mean, maybe I don't know. I think that was pretty. That was a pretty fast. No, <laughs> that was a pretty fast. Because most normal, no. most normal people are not. Because I think a lot of fans go. I think most normal human beings are not gonna go. Yeah, most normal human think, beings are on Angels. I think Carl's Carl saying like it, like the current climate. Most people, normal people, aren't gonna go. Oh, dude, tickets are gonna be so expensive. But that's fine for me. Dude, this would be Ruby's first 21-year-old spring training. Because I think it is pretty crazy that it Arizona's is. open. So, yeah, I heard Arizona's open. Oh, <laughs> don't tell me. Stop. Don't talk about it to me. Which is weird because uh, Carl and I went to a bar this weekend, and it was like, if you're sitting down at the bar, no mask. If you're standing, literally the same So, like, spot. okay, I'm sitting in a no, chair I, right I, now. I know. I, and I've, been like, the, I've been playing. Right here. So, like, let's say I'm sitting so there. like, right here, wear your mask. But then, no diff- but like, then no here, difference. take your mask off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Unreal. So yep. no, it, again, it, but I, hey, I'll follow whatever rules. Rules you want for me to thee, but follow. not for me. 
I'll I'll follow every pick fucking, and choose. Pick and choose. One hundred percent. I'll follow every rule you make. Mask on, mask off. I'll wear it. I'll well, how about my dad? He's like, my. You know, my dad's been COVID Lord, right? Like he's been on a sick one. That's like good nickname for him. He's he's been on a sick one. Just like you fucking every because I go to the gym, whatever. He's like, you fucking bring the COVID home every time you come from the gym. I'm like, that's not how it works, but okay. And then you're like, you're welcome. You're Dude. not going to get it now. And then he's like, literally yesterday. Hey, uh, so the McGregor fight's coming up. Uh, I'm probably going to have like five or six people. So COVID Lord. So if you're going to invite no, people, fuck him. plan accordingly and don't invite too many. Fuck him. Like, you're a piece of shit, Alex. Dude. I was like. This ain't fucking Sprouts, I was dude. like, fuck off, what dude. Fuck? But um, No, nah, I'm just kidding. I, Shout out. I do have Alex. a baseball-related question ahead, for shoot. once. For me or for, I don't, I'm not going to know shit. No, just, I want you guys' thoughts. Like, um, So we kind of agree last season was pretty much a wash, right? Like, yeah, it, it counted. It was 60 games, but it's like, eh, just didn't feel right, right? Like, it wasn't full. In that last season, we saw the emergence of Jared Walsh. Are you talking about, like, okay, so you're talking about the actual season? I thought yeah. you were, I thought you were going in about, about our podcast, but okay. No, no, no. Actual MLB, actual MLB season. Los Angeles Angels so, season. It was maybe the team that won. The ring doesn't really count. Maybe it does. You know, whatever, right? I, I think it's a legitimate championship. Whether or not it's a legitimate season, I think it's a legitimate championship. Okay, that's fair. But I think Trent Rush said it best. Season was sus. Playoffs were legitimate. Okay, that's fine. So the season we saw, it, it was an anomaly in a lot of ways for like, like Javi Baez. Don't think he's going to have that bad of a season ever again. And then like... Uh, Randy or Rosarena. I don't know if he's going to hit 9 million home runs again in, in fucking 10 games, you know? Yeah. What do we think about Wait, Jared Walsh? What? 9 million home runs oh, in 10 games. I thought games. you said his wife, sorry. Randy? <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, Rosarena. You didn't hear that story? <laughs> yeah, I did. Beat the shit out of his wife. Yeah, but Can't don't do say that. that, dude. We're not talking about the Dodgers closer. Sorry, uh, I mean, the guy that finished the World Series. But he went to Mexico. Um, What do we think about Jared Walsh? Because, I don't know, I mean, maybe he's just not a household name yet. He... I have not heard him once when people were like, I'm excited for this guy, excited for this guy. Like, this is, I'm fucking excited for him. He could be our first baseman of the future. This is traditional. I'm trying to put this in the way of. Uh, I'm trying not to suffer from recency bias. No, I'm, I'm, try, I'm, I'm like, trying to explain this the best way I can. And this is the best way I can. I am. I a, think people tuned out before Jared Walsh got hot. Sorry, okay, okay, so I was, wasn't done. Um, we've all played high school sports, right? We've all been freshmen. We've all been sophomores, juniors, seniors. When I was a sophomore at my high school, maybe even I might have even been a junior, I was playing baseball as a junior, and my man, coach, teacher, manager, whatever the fuck you want to call him. I mean, not manager. The adult on leading this whole baseball team said, hey, you would be on varsity, but we have 20 seniors this year. It's just not going to work out. Uh, the seniors got to be on varsity, obviously. So, got delegated to JV, right? I think we have a senior citizen on our roster. While still decent, if Albert Pujols gets hot this year, I'm not going to be surprised, right? If he has a season like last year, not going to be surprised. If he slumps, not going to be surprised. Expectations are so low, but it's almost like, hey, he's taking away at bats, defensive pitches. And, like, he's almost, like, justified to have him, right? Like, he deserves him. But also, we don't know what we have in, like, we want to see Walshmore. We can't because we have 
grandpa playing first base. Bro, because like Walsh was, Walsh was like close to every rookie of the year category in like a third of the game. He just kept it. He kept it close. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. And that's where I was like, I was like, yo, was this guy? Did he get any consideration for rookie of the year? Because like, yeah, I get you need. It's like a quarterback. Like if he has a us eighty five. Um, it's kind of like Jalen Hurts came in the last he has part like of the game. Five completion percentage, yeah. but it's like on ten passes. He's yeah, not yeah. going to be counted towards it. But like Walsh, I think he he finished with like I think he had like eleven jacks he, or I something. Think he right, got a couple of votes actually. So yeah, he heated up like in the middle, of, I guess middle or towards the end. Over a two week span, he hit like ten jacks. Yeah, he was on fire. He's insane. Um, he's a guy definitely on my radar that like if they traded him, I'd be bummed out, right? Because he is. Again, we don't know what we have, and then like to leverage, like we have Pujols at first. It was him, Walsh, and I'm missing somebody. There's one more that played first that Tommy Lestella. Uh, no. Yeah, I think Lestella played a little bit. Thice played. Don't God me, knows I'm where. I'm fucking out on Thice, bro. Um, Walsh. But yeah, if Walsh could Jared, be the num- Jared Walsh had a, if Walsh a second could be place the number two. and a third place vote in Rookie of the Year. Yeah, if he could be the number two, I mean, who who Kyle Lewis won right? Yeah, Kyle Lewis won. He's, deserved. He's a, he's a go. He's deserved. Yeah, he had. He had uh, all 30 first place. Votes. Yeah, yeah, 100% nice. deserved. Um, so someone voted Kyle Lewis one, Jared Walsh two. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And that's no, what I'm I saying. want him. I, How I, many I, games did Jared Walsh play? Uh, because that's the thing, though. I, I like Jared Walsh, and that's someone I don't want them to trade. But, uh, I mean, it's what do, what do you do when you have, uh, you know. He played Wolves. in 32 games. And how many home runs did he hit? He had double digits, right? 11. He had nine. Nine okay, nine home runs in thirty-two games. Pretty fucking good. One hundred and eight plate appearances. I mean, it's just it's just hard when you have like yeah, it's potential, but it's like we have a whole famer at first. Seven. So it's like, what do you do? You know, it's it's tough. Yeah, and then I mean, you look at Albert. Like, all right, well, let's put Walsh out there and have Albert DH, and then you're like taking at bats from Shohei. Yeah, and it's like it's just. Or we can just clear the both. Just Shohei play first, and oh, and also you know Jared Walsh is our other two-way player that can pitch. He throws. Yeah, he he threw. Uh, in five games in 2019. All right. Is there anything else we're missing? I How do like we have two two way players? I feel like we're missing something. Um, Jared, Jared Weaver. We don't want to do that, right? Probably not. Just let him. I mean, I don't know. You everyone, think he's gotten it enough? Everyone can say your shit, whatever. Because next week would be the Weaver episode if he wasn't a dickhead. But I don't know. I mean. Angels legend, you gotta gotta respect him. See, but that's where I find it's like tricky. Like K Rod's an Angels legend, and if he beats up his father in law, I mean, not a good look. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And that's where I'm like, like I, I know Weave was like trying to be funny, and like, I mean, I, I get to a lot of people it was funny, but then it's like, you kind of gotta like read your audience. I think he did read his audience. Yeah, I mean, I think he did read okay, his audience. How about, bro. how about, uh, let's just, I think he's gotten enough. It, I think, it, I think it's because, like, we, everyone like knows one, what we're talking one about. One person that screenshots it then puts Can't it on a that. different, different audience that, like, wouldn't get its eyes and then they get outraged. I don't know. I don't know if it's about getting Yeah, it. but that's it's clearly that's Twitter, though. Like, yeah. it's like me tweeting, like, you know, fuck it. It's like when, like, the, the Tannehill supporters were coming after you. No, it's like me tweeting, like, you know, oh, so and so, Andrew McCutcheon, what do you have for lunch? Watermelon? Like, it's, you just can't do that. It, well, it is, I don't think it's racist. It is a stereotype. And it's just like the way we're going, it's just like, it, 
come on, man. Like, read the room. It's just, I think it's funny that. Because like, if you look at the context of the joke, it's like he said, at least foot lockers are safe. Yeah, but my girl, AOC's fucking hunkered down. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you got to expand it. You know what AOC I mean? tied her hair up? She's so far. She's so bad. Sure, dude. I, ha- I have the picture on my phone. Yeah, of course you do. Corny fuck. Um, okay, enough. I feel like we're leaning too much towards like CNN and shit. So no, we're not. I just, I mean, let's go. <laughs> my background. Let's go. Shout out AOC. Um, okay, let's get into this. We have a great, and also I want to say like we're going to be doing just for schedule wise, right? We're going to do one episode a week. I mean, why? Listen, but just why? <laughs> it's a fucking Afghan pack. Okay, we're going to do oh, one one episode a racist. week. I'm not racist. One episode a week. Until two weeks before opening day. Got me? So we're going to do today, next week, next week, next week. Well, maybe not. I mean, spring training is going to throw a wrench in things because we're going to let it rip with content. Two weeks prior to opening day. Spring training is two weeks prior to opening day? He's saying, saying, well, we're out there. When we're out there, it'll be two weeks before opening day. I'm following. It's okay. So uh, one episode a week. Make sure you guys keep us accountable. We're going to be putting shit out once a week. And then once we get closer to spring training, two weeks out from opening day, three weeks out from opening day, whatever, uh, we're going to have a bombardment of episodes, videos. Um, fucking I, Fletch world. I, I think, thought it's weekly. Yeah, fuck him. Wait, no, what did he say? <laughs> Remember he like this, came no, at no, you? No, that was this, him. This screen was Fletch world. Sorry, sorry. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah my bad. This, this screenshot. He's like, I thought it was a fucking weekly podcast. You're not listening. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, one week until we get closer to spring training. Then we're going to do two times a week. Yep. And once we start doing two times a week, we're going to do one video podcast with audio and then one only audio, right? Because the baseball week is long. It's going to be hard. And uh, we, start, we starting a Patreon for these or something? Dude, I no, thought... I th- we should. That'd be fucking far. I thought of doing one with video and no audio. <laughs> And having people watch it and wonder what the think, fuck I we're think, saying. I think he mouthed uh, uh, Trout Trade. <laughs> no. um, okay, so that's that's what we're going to do. Also, the studio. Um, we're going to have a studio. It's going to be set up nice. We're going to have some nice artwork. Uh, we have some artwork underway. We already have one piece done. We have another piece coming. Um, and we're going to have a bunch of like Angels memorabilia, I think, in there. I need to find what we can get. Um, you just like take stuff that i have or, yeah. or that yeah um, but okay let's get into this thank you guys uh for listening we're gonna get into this interview right now with dallas Braden. make sure you guys follow us rate review tell a friend um and spread the word so we can get breaded up also hit up our and hit watch the video on youtube for the, the interview yeah. yeah it's also gonna be on youtube listen to it like put it on youtube put youtube on silent and listen to it with your apple itunes so we get both numbers Ooh, I like that. So, and it would be kind of like a drive-in. You are a scammer. It'll be like a drive-in, but do in do your they house. get? Do we still get it if they just like do Marcus played on the podcast? I don't know. I don't know that. That's a good question. I don't know. So, uh, put it YouTube on your TV. Put your AirPods in. Listen to it on the podcast. Um, hopefully, you can sync it up pretty good and watch um, it on YouTube on all the devices. Dude, shout out Dallas Braden for coming on. Amazing, amazing Easy interview. Go. Great interview. Definitely going to have more with him. Gave us, what, 40 minutes? Training. Oh, yeah, yeah, Crazy. yeah. Insane. Yeah, when I was like, it's going to be the 10, 15 minutes. 40 minutes later, we're still going. And, and you could tell he, he wanted to keep going. He could have gone I know, longer. It's, I, I, and like, we're like, we, we got to get back to work, bro. Yeah, I felt bad, <laughs> but I want. I mean, we'll, we'll run into him again. Beers, we need to do a going yard with him, which I think that would be crazy. Like, him racing a Matt Chapman home run 
Yeah, good luck, dude. That guy sprints around the bags. No, him racing a laser. Him him racing yeah. an Otani home run. Because Otani just so, trots in. He's, he's already at home plate. Oh, yeah, I think that would, be, that would be uh, great. We didn't even tell him about it. I'm so disappointed. So uh, You could do a you versus Carabas. Who can do it slower? He's chug slow? He looks like he would. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I think he would chug fast. But anyways, um, we him. need to buy those Yard House mugs because... I don't want to have to physically go to Yard House every time. But, I mean, it would be cool. I think you can get them on Amazon. The return of going Yard is upon us. Oh, my God. That was the best segment we had, and it was fucking... And there's one one. episode of it. So, all right, guys. Here is uh, former ace pitcher. Perfect game. Bred it up. Chicken titties. Best beard in the game. Pitcher. 209 mayor. Dallas. Raiden. Let's go. Um, All right. Welcome, guys. Rocks in the outfield. Season two, episode one. We're kicking it off. With probably the biggest beard in baseball, uh, breaded up chicken titties. Holla! Starting nine co-host, uh, barstool personality, Oakland A's uh, TV broadcaster, Dallas Braden. Dallas, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, boys. Thank you for having me. Very much. Very excited. We might. We might. I mean, we might have to say goat beard. Goat baseball. Oh, a Billy Goat. Dude, that's that's goat. That's the greatest beard I've ever seen. So hey, it's it's girthy. I appreciate you. <laughs> so one of the things to get us started, we're an Angels podcast. We're we just started last year. Um, the first thing I wanted to ask you was, what is breaded up chicken titties? Oh man, so that's when you get paid, man. That's when you get paid, was, right? Yeah, like that was, he speculated. That's what I thought. Get, when you get breaded up, like when you're when you've done well, like in and you can you can get breaded up in different forms, but yeah. obviously. This is in reference to that big payday and there's scales to getting breaded up. Right. That's why like at times it's, you know, I don't know if that's breaded up chicken titties or is that, you know, maybe <laughs> sauteed chicken cutlets, like depending on the contract, the length of time, yeah. stuff like that. But yes, that's, that's what it means. And breaded up like a pair of chicken titties. Cause who, who doesn't love a fine breaded up pair of chicken titties. So bread me up like yeah. some chicken titties and let's eat. So, like, let's say, for example, like when Mike Trout got paid, our best player, <laughs> is that all caps? Bread it up, all chicken caps. Titties? Bread it up, chicken bread titties. It up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, uh, we started in 2020, right? Uh, we were hoping to blow up pretty big on Angels Twitter. Uh, on the way to spring training, we got the, t- everyone got the text, right? No spring right. training, shutting it down. Oh. As a more established, like, baseball podcast with, you know, you and Carabas what were some challenges that you guys had, uh, you know, not being able to go to games or get close to people or, you know, proceed as usual. So we were there early in Arizona and that's, and I I don't know if, you know, maybe, maybe it's my insight and the fact that I have the experience of going to spring training, know what's going on players mindsets at that specific time. So we were there before games and we were there just sort of, you know, pitchers and catchers had already reported, but guys' schedule isn't too heavy at the time. And we were also keeping our eye and our ear on what was going on in the world. So understanding that we had already been there and done that, we knew what our schedule was, and we have a unbelievable team. Our girl Bryn, who helps us out, is a fucking all-star. My boy Loftus, who helps us out on that trip, is also an all-star. And because they know what they're doing as well, it was a seamless sort of in and out attack. And from there, where it got crazy was, I remember standing in front of our bus at like five in the morning, having to make the call on whether or not 
we're going to Florida. And I'm, I'm like, oh man, because now I'm weighing things like, you know, obviously I want to take care of everybody that's, that's going to be involved in what we're doing. So there's cost in that, but I also want to make sure that we're able to deliver the product that people have gotten used to and, and expect and standing six feet away with a player designated to the media that day. Like I, I could just see that things were going to be very different. And I then have to think about the fact that, look, I'm a father of two. I've got my grandmother who lives with us as well. So I've got people to think about and people to consider as well when I'm making these decisions. So it became clear, I think very quickly for us that that was just something we couldn't do. So we, we did, we, we had plans already in place and we had to pull out and that was the biggest challenge was pivoting and figuring out, all right, well, how are we going to meet with the guys that we've already lined up? Right. Like we've got, we've got Stro lined up. We've got JD lined up. Like we've got Bryce Harper lined up. And because that pandemic hit, it actually provided us the opportunity to get out in front of making that adjustment. So then we started sitting down with guys a little differently, but that was one of the biggest challenges, dude. Oh yeah. Zoom became everyone's best friend. It seemed like, right. It was like, we, we kind of had to like, you just had to make do with, with what you got and, and just roll. That's from it. There. That's it. You're trying to, you're trying to reach out. And I mean, I'm sure you guys understand what that's like. You, you try to reach out, you're trying to gain traction and you're just trying to keep the ball rolling for you guys. You're yeah. trying to create momentum at that time, right? We're trying to keep momentum going, whatever it is. It's, it's the same. It's the same thing. It's the same mindset, the same goal, just a, a ridiculously difficult challenge that nobody saw, well, I don't want to say nobody, but uh, none of us saw. Kyle. <laughs> no, we were, I think we were, we were on the, like, we had like the Airbnb, yeah. we had uh, yeah, the brutal. rental, we had everything getting ready. We're, we're about six hours away from uh, Scottsdale. So we were getting ready to drive. Oh. And I think it was, we were going to go out Friday. I think it was the Wednesday of where we're just like, yeah, no games. So um, you're from Stockton. Holla. Stockton. So, okay. We're, we're big uh, UFC guys as well. And I know him. Yep. In the sure. UFC community, you know, yep. uh, Stockton, Stockton, California is very much so on the map. Um, for those that are not familiar with UFC, we're talking about the Diaz brothers, Nick and Nate, straight out of Stockton. Uh, mm. I wanted to know, have you ever given anybody a Stockton slap? <laughs> I don't, <clears throat> I don't know that I have the stripes. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll say this much you, you, uh, and this is what I always say about, about cats from Stockton. They're not just passing out stripes to any old cat in the jungle. You know what I mean? Those are earned. And uh, that, that, that is something that I would never, I, I don't know that I, I have the authority to break that out. Like um, my, my biggest downfall is that I am the Chihuahua who absolutely believes I could take on any yeah. Great Dane, any pit bull. And, and that's, that's the, you know, that's my biggest, it, it might be my biggest benefit, but it might be my biggest downfall as well. Cause I just don't give a damn. That and, also might be like a, like a pitcher's, like a pitcher's mentality might need that. Right. Like, well, well, I mean, for real, especially when you're out there with my terrible shit, like if you're trying to get outs with my stuff, like you, you either better know what you're doing or you better have no fear. And for yeah. me, it was a combination of both. And then also being just dumb enough to not realize what I was attempting to do. Like, yeah, let's go 88 in on Miguel Cabrera that's gonna work you know like but if i believed it it maybe it would and yes that's just so, the mindset you had to have so one of the things like you, I, I don't think you're a chihuahua i think you're a pit bull and i was i was watching going through your highlights and stuff and i saw you 
you know, I guess you were barking at one of your current coworkers, I guess, A-Rod. <laughs> that one you think you could have gave him a stocking slap walking off the <laughs> walking off the diamond? Bro, we were ready. I was ready. Like there was nothing. And and that's why all my, you know, all my teammates were like, like, what are you doing? He's a mountain of a human being. And I'm like, I and like, yeah, so maybe it hurts a little more for me. I don't care. Like, you know, but uh what was funny about that was you know, my manager, as he's like pulling me off, he I can hear him like, what are you? What the hell are you doing right and i was just like bro like i don't need to hear it from you right now i got this clown chirping me i don't need to hear it from my manager and the worst part about that is if you, like they've got there's a video i go back to the dugout and i fucking i kick this stack of cups yeah and the cups just like fly off the back of the dugout and come and square me up and hit me right in the oh. forehead so i'm like <laughs> as pissed off as i am about this I just kick these cups off the back of the dugout and then off my own face. So <laughs> I, I think we start, I think we have to ha have to start having the discussion. Like when him and I go to angels games, it's usually very calm and you know, not, but like when the A's come to town, that might be a team that like, we have to bring our boxing gloves because with you, Ramon. Oh yeah. You know, everyone's, everyone's watching the Astros to fight. I think we got to watch the A's. Oh, right. we gotta watch the A's to throw. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, and, and, uh, and the laser, the laser is there, there's a reason that the guy who uh, shout out and I said this when he tackled him, shout out to Dustin Garneau because he saved somebody's life that day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh if yeah. He doesn't tackle Loriano, and if he's not, if if Garneau's not a good dude, and those guys don't have the respect and appreciation for each other, and Garneau doesn't have that respect in in the A's clubhouse that he does have, then then yeah, that's really ugly. And Loriano probably doesn't strap it on again for the rest of that year. And so that's a, that's a very, that's a good, it's a good, uh, good point by you. That would be gross. It would have been like a, like a Amir Garrett kind of situation. Just give oh. me anybody. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's another one. He is a beauty. Um, I, I would, uh, I would tell you guys to try to try to sit down with him because we sat down with him yeah. and that was my favorite interview that we had done in a very, very, very long time. He's just a, uh, he's just a real one. He's a real dude. Yeah. I've heard him on a few, I think I heard him with you guys. And then the Dave Portnoy show um, while we're on, while we're talking about laser um, the A's and the angels kind of don't get a ton of national love. Like, you know, we always have the trout playoff thing on our back, but I think we have a guy similar to Ramon in like David Fletcher. Oh right? my guy. It's just like a guy who's like not the number one prospect, not anything, but it's dude. like yeah. playing against Ramon Laureano. I remember he robbed, uh, he robbed the home run this year that just completely ended a game in like the fifth inning. Mm -hmm. um, so like, how do, how does baseball have these guys that are not six? Well, like for Fletcher, he's not six, six, he's not two fifty, like, but he's still making an impact. Like, I think, you know, he has a cult like following along with, I think Ramon with A's Twitter, um, you know, like how do we get more of those guys in the sport and get them onto the national stage or like, you know, dude, I, I wish I had an answer for you. And I can tell you this within the confines of the game, like amongst players, those dudes are revered and they are loved and respected because everybody knows how tough their job is. And you make your hay in different ways, right? There's guys that can hit 200 and pop 40 and, and make cheese those guys get breaded up yeah. it's maybe a little tougher for a guy like fletch to get breaded up because the the damage isn't there but 
when you step back and consume his body of work in its totality, you appreciate everything this dude does. Like from the way he brushes his teeth to the way he ties his cleats before he goes out onto the field, you appreciate everything because you can see his game impact the game in front of you. That's why I appreciate those dudes is there's not a single at bat that's given up. There's not a single pitch that he doesn't know what he's going to be doing. Should the ball get hit to him or to his left or right? He knows what his job is. He's an actor in a scene who knows everybody else's line as well. And he's only got the yes, sir line in the whole scene. And he knows everybody else. That's who he is. 100%. Yeah. That's uh. It, it just sucks that baseball, I mean, it's just, it seems like it's so hard to get these guys, their faces out there, you know? And, and it's like, it almost to me seems like it should be easier because they're not like football wearing helmets. They're not like, and I know they're not as easily recognizable as like a seven footer in the NBA, but right. I just wish it would be like something more like, Hey, get Fletch, get Fletch on this show, get him doing something like this, just so people can know who he is. See, see what he does day in and day out. Well, there, there's also a, and, and you guys have, heard this with Trouty, but you you appreciate Mike Trout because one you're fans of the Angels and so you know what this dude does on the daily in the community for fans like you guys are well aware of that so that's why aside from him just being the best baseball player that's ever been allowed to play baseball um, (laughs) he's a great human being as well and you guys are privy to that on a different level than somebody maybe even in Seattle maybe even in Oakland right so what are these folks out in Texas? What are these folks out in Kansas City? What are they learning about Mike Trout aside from he's the greatest player to ever strap it on is what people are saying, right? So those guys have to be willing to an extent to be exposed. There has to be a desire for that. In baseball, your ego is something that is supposed to intrinsically motivate you. You keep that inside. You don't show guys up, right? And that's how you're supposed to go about it. So there's almost a, a sense of, well, if I'm playing baseball and I'm supposed to keep the ego in check, you know, starting a Twitch channel is kind of like telling everybody, hey, look at me. Hey, look yeah. at me. Well, you have to get over that. And guys, guys have. Guys like Trevor May have done an incredible job of connecting and transcending really baseball and the video game streaming world and blending yeah. them both. And he has the desire to do that. And that's why it works. And frankly, because he's good at baseball, it works even better. But I mean, you listen to the dude purr over a microphone and his voice is just meant for it. (laughs) And again, he wants to do it. So if Fletch was a dude who had the desire to like, you know, quote unquote, build his brand. And when I say that, I don't mean his Twitch channel. I don't mean his YouTube. I just mean the recognition of Fletch and the appreciation of if he's interested in that, that helps significantly because I think it's as easy as those guys reaching out to their agents or their representation and going, Hey, yo, is there any podcast or anything that like I can maybe get on? Or is there anything like that? Like I'd love to just try to, you know, and cause those dudes also don't want to be paying a publicist to do that kind of stuff. That's where your agency and your representation comes into play. Are they going to work for you? So there's a lot that factors into guys like Fletch guys, like, uh, the laser getting that national love. Yeah. And I think, uh, so we're big fans of starting nine. I'm a big Barstool guy. 
Um, and like we like, I just think it's it's easy. You guys make baseball easy to digest, right? And I remember when we would play the A's or when the A's were on, I would just it would just be it looked like it was just you in an empty stadium with a bunch of cardboard cutouts. And so like when you announce games, like do you try to make it like more digestible, more fun, like the the term, the terms and language. And, you know, I'm just throwing this out there. The Angels just are down a broadcaster right now. So if you're thinking about moving south, <laughs> I, would, oh, no. I would love to hear you on the broadcast. Um, I would not be able to show my face anywhere near. Not, I mean, anywhere near Stockton, anywhere near the East Bay. They would have my hide in Oakland. Oh, <laughs> buddy. Oh, but we can be friends. We can have several beers yeah. after the game. We can absolutely yeah. make that happen. And frankly, uh, the shoes of Victor Rojas are going to be extremely large to fill. Yeah. He, he, oh, he yeah. did a phenomenal job. And shout out to Vic uh, being able to take over out there in Texas. I know that's sort of uh, a, a step in the path to becoming the guy he wants to be and I think can absolutely become in the game of baseball in the world of baseball. So a tip of the cap to him and Gooby who've done a, who've done a great job together. Yeah. But yeah, I can't, I, I can't, we, we, we can't do, we can't date publicly gentlemen. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you mentioned Texas, you know, shout out to Vic. He's headed down there. He's he, I know he interviewed for our GM job, but he definitely wants to get into that world. So that's dope for him. Um, but there's a guy playing this weekend who went to your alma mater. Uh, his name's Patrick Mahomes. Oh, and he's Ooh. the reincarnation of Jesus. It seems like on the football field. So I'm wondering, <laughs> do you have uh, some some Texas Tech ties to to him? Do you root for him? Do you pull for for your? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Love love Patty Mahomes. Um, like what's what's cool is because you you know people that are still involved in the university. Like I still know folks who are still heavily involved in the university who know him. So like, it's like, you know, these folks by proxy and it's only because again, he's another, just a, a, a solid human being. Yeah. And you, you hear stories about what kind of guy he is. Uh, but he's also, he's one of those dudes who's not afraid to put himself out there, not afraid, you know, not afraid to have a beer or two and enjoy the moment and, and enjoy the fruits of his labor. Um, and, and as he mentioned, and as I can attest to, you learn to celebrate at Texas tech. And I didn't have much to celebrate on the baseball field. Sure. We went to a regional, whatever, but, uh, you learn to get after it out there. Lubbock does a great job of teaching you <laughs> yeah. how to celebrate your successes and how to get rid of your failures. Well, that's a, that's actually a good pivot point because we had to, had to bring up the perfect game. We had to, you know, we, we couldn't go without it, but uh, a word came out not too long ago that you were hung over for that game. So being the resident degenerate drinker of this podcast myself, <laughs> I'm wondering, did you celebrate that perfect game by drinking some more? Um, yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. We, uh, I went home with my grandma and we just because like after, after day games anyway, if I was pitching and it felt like I always threw on a day game and I was coming home, um, like we would just like order pizza or we had this uh, Italian restaurant that would crush Da Vinci's. And I was, I was already geared up for pizza anyway. And so that's what we did. But there were several adult beverages 
flowing after the fact. Yeah. Several uh, adult beverages. What a, what a good guy. You just go out there and you just kind of like, you know, to do it on Mother's Day. It's just like a gift to all moms. Like, yeah, I think my grandma wants to thank you for that. You know, it's just shout out Gramps. Uh, Absolutely. Great performance. Oh, yeah. um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, I know, I know we're supposed to be rivals, but I don't really hate the A's that much. Yeah, I, not you know, I, we're cool. You know, uh, what do you, what as an A's broadcaster fan, what do you think about the angels? Like what pops out at you? Um, and then maybe like, what, what are some things you think we need to do to maybe be a little bit more successful than we have been, um, you know, recently? Um, well, this is coming from a guy who played against and then was there for the Socha era, right? And all the respect in the world for Socha. And now it's Joe Madden having come full circle. And there is, there was all, and I can tell you this, man, facing Figgins, facing is tourists with fucking Garrett Anderson and yeah. Vlad Cakes looming. Uh, like if one of those dudes, one of those rabbits got on early in my head at times, like if things weren't going well, it just felt like it was all, there was already a dude on first and third. Like I've already given up that second hit to this grinder. And, and so the aggressiveness, the, the, you know, the hustle on the base path, those kind of things, the starting pitching, those are things that were, were sort of hallmarks that, haven't been that have really been an unfortunate downside or shortcoming of the organization in recent years. And uh, you know, for, for obviously a multitude of reasons, but I think that's what the angels could start to do to get back into um, I don't want to call it the fight because every team is trying to stay in the fight before the first pitch is thrown, but to, to establish themselves or reestablish themselves as a competitor, as a contender. I, I, I think we're going to see a shift in baseball back towards the starting pitcher, even, even in the face of what we saw unfold in the world series with the Rays and Blake Snell, the guys that can get that job done with some length on it are going to be, they're going to be highly sought after commodities just because I think we're going to find out that this, this bullpenning approach and how we're trying to package and deliver the game as a product, we're going to be coming to that impasse a little sooner than I think people think. And uh, I think that's something the angels could, could do, but I think that's something that you could be, that could be said for, for any team. Yeah. Um, something I do enjoy about the angels is when the fans are there, it is, it, it does feel like they are, it does feel like the crowd is a part of the game. It does feel like they're, that they're in the game. Um, as far as the organization, like movement wise, it, it really, I mean, I, I feel like they're a team that should probably, and I think the A's are always on this train as well, looking to, to replenish the farm system yeah. so that you can either, because it feels like the splashes that they've made free agent wise just haven't been enough. Right. And, yeah. and it's like, I hate to be critical of the Rendon acquisition, but feels like there was a pitcher that you might've been interested in. It yeah. feels like that might've been a way to go. And yeah. that's just me. That's just, and maybe that's just my starting pitcher bias, but you know, so, I mean, how do you guys as fans think about that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's ironic because you can score a million runs a game, but if we give up a million and one, it doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't so matter. it's yeah. like, like you, like you said, the Rendon, we got like, like obviously, Trout, Trout, 
Trout is Trout every single year. You know, we, we know what we're going to get from him, but it's like, man, you score six, seven runs a game and either your starting pitcher puts you in a hole or your bullpen comes and pisses the game away. Then like the fuck are you even out there for, you know? Like, and I, and I, and I think, I think they should like, honestly, a decision and a commitment to a definitive role for Otani is oh, necessary yeah. because I believe, and I said this, I was on the record as saying this before he even came over. I said, sure, you can utilize him as a starting pitcher, but if the restrictions are going to be placed on him that are on him in terms of <clears throat> him hitting like the day after or like not hitting the day before, yeah. and if, if, if that's going to, if those buffers are going to be in place, and he has what he has, and he features what he features. Have we thought about maximizing that? Yeah. Okay. Have we thought about running him out there? Because you, you're telling me that you don't want a guy that you feel has 30 plus, 30 plus pump capability. Like this guy, he can hit you 30 bombs, yeah. and he could also win you 20 games as a starter. He could also probably get you out of some serious leverage situations, and then come up and hit a bomb, yeah. and. Those are very real things that could happen for Otani if there was a commitment made yeah. to how they want to go about it. And one thing that I'm always, uh, like, I don't want to say tentative of, but one thing I, I always balk at is the rules and the restrictions that guys come over with. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to be working this way, this many days, doing it like this. That's great. Like Mike Tyson said, Everybody's got a plan to get punched in the face. Yes. Well, TJ came knocking every fifth day, not every seventh came knocking. Yep. And, and now we've got to adjust. So Otani, he of the Babe Ruth comparison, he of legendary status. He is far and away boys healthy. My favorite player to watch in major League baseball. And, and I, I just, I think he could still be really special if they figured out and committed one way or the other to how they were going to treat him. But I think they should look into, I would love to see him getting his two at bats and then coming in in the seventh in a big spot, yeah. maybe the ninth if necessary, whatever it may be, yeah. that would be sexual. That's kind of what it felt like uh 2020. I guess you can call me a sore loser, but it, it was kind of like, uh, I think, I don't think it was real. Like, I mean, sure it was, but to, you know, I'm wearing I'm the, Joe, I'm wearing the, I'm wearing the Joe nose, right. Joe Adele, my sure. guy. Yeah, I think it's like it, that's got to be incredibly hard to come up on a 60 game season. And then, you know, he kind of had the, his his moments where he didn't look super great. But, um, you know, like you said, I think we got to we got to commit to Otani. You got to get a pitcher, whether it's it's Bauer or whoever. Um, and, yeah, I think, like you said, every team is at kind of like that starting level, but not every team is Mike Trout. That's kind of where I you know, we always get excited and sure and, and about it. And I, and I'm sure one of the biggest things you will continue to deal with and answer is, are we wasting Mike Trout? Yeah. Yeah. Are we wasting Mike Trout? And like, I hate to be blunt and brutal about it, but at this point, yes. Yeah. 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 Until, until there's like a serious effort made because you hate to find yourself in a place where people aren't as high on the greatest player in the game yeah. anymore because it's just not going to start to make financial sense for them. And they're now in your spot where they're like, uh, oh, we could use a guy, but not for that price tag. Yeah. And you would hate to, you know, pass that market up. 
So yeah. the fact that you would even want to be talking about moving Mike Trout, oh, it's a dagger. It hurts. Sick. It hurts. Um, okay, a couple more, and then we'll we'll let you get out of here. I saw a couple of tweets. Your big Twitter, your perfect Twitter follow. I, if you don't follow him, follow him now. Um, it's at Dallas Braden two hundred nine. Um, Boom. One tweet I saw that I I really liked, and I think we're on the way. So if you storm Area fifty one. You just want to swoop by LA, scoop us, <laughs> go. We're in there, baby. We just run right in there. I, th- I think we can get by. I mean, let's roll. I mean, th- things were a lot. I had no idea, no idea how easy it could be. I mean, but but in all seriousness, like, yeah, are are we gonna let that cat out of the bag? We're, how many of these documents are getting ready to get dropped? I saw like a like over two million something yeah, documents. It was like over 800 pages got released like two days ago or something. Yeah. So what's up? I want all the way in on area 51, but if uh, like, you know, they've got those signs that say that yeah. there's like, there's no warning shots and shit, right? Yeah. So like, I'm going to need, I'm going to need some space age industrial helmet because we'll be, I, like the, I, we'll be like in the fifth row or something just to be safe. Yeah. 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 It's not that I want to put anybody before me, but I am not one to, I'm not one to jump the gun. Yeah. Say. You know, I'll, okay. I'll let, Absolutely. <laughs> and then you had one more very cryptic and I'm going to dig. I, I don't expect any answer, but dear A's fans, when it happens, just know I'm here for you. Oh, is that like, uh, that was a little, I didn't know. So, I thought maybe he's no, leaving. Maybe. No, no. So this actually played out and is continuing to play out perfectly. Um, okay. I, uh, I have a, a very good friend. Her name is Susan Slusser. She's been a beat writer for the Oakland A's for 22 years. First female president of the Baseball Writers Association. She's an absolute boss. And she, which I am very appreciative of, was thoughtful enough to call me and just let me know that she was making a career move. That she was going to be taking over the Giants beat. So when I've got the beat writer who covered me, and uh, a lady who has really helped me, who I've learned a lot from, and who I just have a ton of respect for, but have now a, I, like I told her, I've got a target on you. You are now the <laughs> enemy. You know, but, but she, she told me that she was going to announce that she was making that move. Nice. And, and so I, as she always does to me, I threw at her, can I break this? Can I break this? And she was like, no, no, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to announce it at three o'clock. It's on Friday. It's a news dump. Like I just, come on. Don't do it. And I was like, no, I'm just giving you our time. So I threw that out there. And, oh man. You lit but, it on fire. but, uh, but I'll say this, there was a reason early in December that I talked about Liam Hendricks going to the Chicago White Sox. Nope. There was a reason that during the live stream, I was telling White Sox Dave, you're watching your future closer right now. Shove it up your ass right now. Yeah. Um, but, and then it's crazy that, you know, as things start to unfold and things start to work out, that uh, that, that, that kind of played out the way it did. So Ace fans were like, is it, is this what you were talking about? Is it because we, we heard you? So um, the Susan Slusser move, that worked out great. That yeah. worked out oh, yeah. great. Uh, that's pretty much all I can say about that. Dude, I'm a I'm a slut for nice jerseys, and I thought they were gonna like discontinue the Kelly Greens or something. And I was oh like, no, no, thought, don't. Those are oh, so they were moving. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, because if, if they're moving, I'd like to think that I'd be moving too. But uh, yeah. I, I I didn't get that memo. But you know, I'm probably the last dude to get that memo. Yeah. It's all good.
All right, uh, Dallas, thank you. Uh, our uh, producer, Trevor, has two questions. Uh, two yeah. or three, sorry. And then we'll let you. Uh, Absolutely. Trev, what's, what you got, brother? I mean, you kind of already touched on it, but I was wondering what your thoughts were on the Hendricks White Sox thing. Um, well, like, like I was jokingly talking about to, to White Sox Dave, I told him, like, dude, you're watching, you're watching what you need right now unfold against you. And I understand your thoughts on Bummer. You know, I'm high on crochet as well. And that's why I said I feel like that super alpha presence could bode very well. And not only that, but his personality. Like I, like I love Liam to death. The, the dude, like I've seen stop signs get up and walk away. Like, all right, you know, he will fit in anywhere. Yeah. And he's a, he's a great teammate. But as far as what he can do, how he can answer the bell, and what the White Sox, in my opinion, were missing, that became obvious he fits and he fulfills. So it's going to be a great fit for them. Um, I know a lot of people are speculating on, you know, do you want to pay that much for a guy in that role at his age? And what I say to that is shout out to Liam Hendricks for getting the fourth year and shout out to Liam Hendricks for getting his money in that fourth year, regardless of whether or not he's playing for the pale hose or not. Get bred it up. Yeah, bred it up. Bred it up. All right. Yeah, like another team that's kind of in that win now mode, like the White Sox, is the, the Padres and all the pitch in their game. What, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that? Love it. Anytime you can go out and acquire two Cy Young candidate, like Cy Young caliber starters, like you're, you're plugging those dudes into your existing rotation with a dude who win healthy, Clev, and we don't know what it looks like on the other side of this, TJ, but is probably in a conversation for somebody that you would – have your eye on for a Cy Young at the end of a season. And then Paddock, I understand, you know, some of the luster may have worn off. Some of the shine may have worn off. Those are growing pains, boys. He's going to learn how to pitch. And, and that's a natural evolution that occurs. Lamette, you hope the arm's okay. You hope the shoulder's good because the dude is filthy and special as well. And when you think about all of those arms starting baseball games for you, to go with the lineup, it almost feels like the bullpen could be an afterthought because they're not going to score for the first seven innings of these damn games. And yeah. it's going to be eight, nothing by the time it's all said and done. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you have you Darvish going all nine. I mean, bro, the guy, the guy is, uh, we had a conversation a while ago, Jared and I about, you know, Darvish or Arietta, Darvish or Arietta. And just because I always like to play devil's advocate, um, I, I, and Arietta is my boy. I said, give me Arietta. And strictly because I know what his Pilates circuit is like. And this guy is a fucking beast. Well, so maybe the Pilates didn't quite work out. And maybe Darvish is looking real sexy right now. So. Oh yeah, we have our we have our own version of Clev right here on our podcast. Doesn't it look like you're looking at Clev right now? I mean, it, it is it is glorious, my man. <laughs> like I, I feel like you have a pizza somewhere in your hand that you're supposed to be dropping off to me. You got serious <laughs> delivery guy vibes. Um, yeah. So just to wrap it up, man. Like we said, we really appreciate your time. But speaking of dominant pitchers, we've been hearing a lot of uh, Bauer to Anaheim. We obviously, as Angel fans, we would love that he. He has been going through the negotiations kind of unconventionally. It's like something yep. we, we haven't really seen before. kind of making this pitch to every team, every fan base. So us as Angel fans are frustrated. Like, yo, sign the fucking check. Come play with us. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I guess. What do you think of that? You think we have a shot of landing him? Do you think he's a fit? 
I think, and and I genuinely feel this way about Trevor Bauer, at this point in time in the game, he would be a fit damn near anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Simply because of how much he loves the craft and how much he works at it. And if you're serious about your craft, you get along with a guy like that. Yeah. Like that would never be a guy you wouldn't be interested in sharing a room with and, and being a part of now you'll work your way to a understanding if he's a little too abrasive or a little too in your face or whatever, like that shit will work itself out. Uh, but the idea that what you're seeing or what you think you're hearing from pundits who don't shower with the guy, don't buy into that. Yeah. Don't, you, you like- know, like I, I, I always say like, trust the guys, Trust the guys he's naked with. Like there's your ears. You can't hide shit from those dudes. <laughs> yeah. We just feel like we're uh, with a girl, like after the club at like 3 a.m. Like, hey, what are you doing? Like, bro, you want to be, you want to be someone's first choice. Yeah. We don't want you. We don't want to watch you talk to a bunch of other girls in front of us. You're not, you're not trying to be a victim of parking lot pimping. You're, yes. you're trying to, you're trying to get them drinks. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to get them apps in you as well. Like you're not trying to, you're not trying to get that. Oh, you want to hop in the Uber? We're headed vaguely in the same. Are you sleeping in this same city tonight? Let's go. Uh, take me to, take me to dinner some, but yeah, we, I mean, we're just, you know, we, we're just regular angels fans. Just trying to, trying to see our team do some, trying to see our boy trout get to the promised land, yeah. whatever it takes as a baseball fan. Yeah. I'm with you boys. I would love to see Mike Trout. The, the world deserves him on the big stage. Oh, yeah. I don't know that too many people are unaware of what Mike Trout is capable of at this point, but it deserves to be it deserves to be seen and it deserves to be to be consumed on a on a whole national level. Very, very wise words from the 209 mayor. Yeah. Uh Dallas, thank you so much. It it really means a lot to to have you on and you know, hey, anytime, boys. Anytime, we, man. We uh, we look after, we look up to you because you make the game digestible. We're just a couple guys being dudes, you know, watching uh, baseball. And when and when we get breaded up, we we expect the quote tweet all caps. Oh, you know what I mean? So Let, let's let's make it happen, boys. Hey, seriously, keep grinding, man. Yeah, the fact you. that you guys are doing what you're doing, and the fact that you guys are all on board and have the same goal in mind, that's what will help you the most. Your authenticity. The fact that, I mean, I can already tell you guys are prepared. You know what you are looking to get out of what you're doing. That matters, man. And that shit rubs off. People pay attention to that. People notice that. So you keep doing what you're doing. And this is obviously just the beginning. Yeah, I, um, I appreciate it. I, re- I really hope we could uh, catch up at like spring training or something. You know, I, hey, I, wanted, sure, I want to recreate that jacuzzi video of you coming up when it's safe. <laughs> When, it, when we can get within six feet. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm serious, man. When we're, when we're able to make this thing happen again, when I'm out in Anaheim, it's, it's beers on me. Oh yeah. I appreciate that. Let's thank go, you baby. so much. Um, again, I know we went a little over time, but thank you. All good, um, man. And we'll talk soon, man. All right, boys. We'll see y'all. Thank you so Take much. Care, I'll bro. see you later. Later. Whew. All right. What a banger interview by Dallas Braden. Here we are. This is the butt end of the sandwich. Um, thank you guys for listening so much. Just again, want to remind you guys to check out teespring.com slash store slash R I T O F. Trev, you want to tell the people where they can follow you? Uh, yeah. Follow me at Trevor on uh, Twitter. That has to change. You got to do like <laughs> Trevor rocks or something or like, dude, I don't, rocks, I don't, Trevor, I don't care like, if you'll follow that person. Just follow the, follow the rocks account. Team player right there. Dude, I love it. Uh, what's our, what's our thing? 
It's a at, rocks, at in rocks in the OF. Rocks in the OF, because you know if you go to the stadium, you look in the outfield. There both are Twitter rocks. and Instagram. Yep. Uh, Carl, where can the people find your shit? You know, it's Carl Cervantes fifteen on Twitter. Carl Cervantes on Instagram. Carl Cervantes on Venmo. <laughs> yeah, we got, tra- we got Charlie Boucher on Never Venmo. know, man. You can get some Steve Cohen shit. Um, and then you guys can follow me on Twitter at MaxAirJordan1. And then, like Trevor said, we're all team players. Follow the Rocks account at Rocks in the OF. Any Angel stuff you see, tag us in it. Any story, news, breaking, whatever. If you have scoops, shoot the scoops. Um, also, make sure you guys tag players that you want to see on our show. Um, like I said, man, we're going to grow big this year. We're going to go hundred percent. And last year, you know, we can complain and say we got the shitty end of the dice, but I still think that we, uh, you know, the amount of plays we got, the amount of followers, not even followers, the amount of friends, right? We just got friends out of this since fucking, we haven't even, we've been doing this for a year, haven't been to one game. And if you guys know Carl and I, like in person, like it's always a good time sometimes, unless there's a screen door. Um, or a girls night or a girls night. But I mean, I, I honestly can't wait to meet some of you guys and, uh, you know, be in the outfield and have some beers, maybe at spring training or anything, you know, so it's going to be fun. We all, you know, all come from different backgrounds, but we all like the same thing. You know, we all like the angels. We all like baseball and, uh, you know, it was a uh, shout out that, that those last words that Dallas gave us fucking replayed over such and over. a fucking pick me up over and over. Um, and he could be lying. I don't know. Felt no, good. he's. This seems like a genuine. Yeah, that was dude. so. That was so genuine that even me just saying that now. He, like, he's hey, so man. wanted to crush some beers with us. Oh fuck oh, yeah, should. dude. We should. And I'm trying to think. Like again, I, I I think like I've listened to other Angels podcasts. I live in other other baseball podcasts. Dude, like there's so much creative space out there that there can be a rocks in the outfield. There can be a you know strict up Buster only podcast. There can be a you know runs created plus podcast. And um, I'm trying. I was just trying to think, like, what kind of you know he gets invited on shows all the time. I assume, um, and it's just I think you know a lot of people always tell us we're just guys being dudes, and that's that's how I think we should keep it. And um, yeah, episode thirty five. We'll have thirty six next week, and then thirty seven, and then thirty eight, thirty nine, forty, forty one, forty two, forty three. Wouldn't it be funny if our next guest was thirty six? He actually postponed. So. It's going to be like two weeks from now. Great. So ignore what I just said. Yeah. So shout out um, to you guys. Thank you, Rockies. Make sure take them 405 center field. And uh, that's all for me. Uh, Maybe one last drive home safely before the thing or whatever. Love you, Vic. Drive home safely. Drive home safely. Um, Love you guys.